Welcome back to the Ask Sue Show, the show where it all happens, literally from psychics to one day, to literally having music another day, to having Howard Einstein another day, to having Jeff another day, to having top trainers and top people at the kennels and all sorts. You never know what you're going to get at the Ask Sue Show, and that's why we're going to get even bigger and even more worldwide because it's where you get it all. It's where everybody's welcome and where we will get the worldwide voice out there to make a difference. And with that little rant over, let's go back to the wonderful Howard Einstein. Hi, Howard. Well, Sue, I got to tell you, you, you did a knockout punch. You were just you you outdid yourself, and I, I unbelievable. The, the response I'm getting is over. Well, I can't even keep up with the PM. So, I just want to commend you, and uh, you just did an amazing job. Unbelievable. It was and my pleasure, absolute pleasure. I just wanted um, to say, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Sue. No, it's all right. Carry on. It's all right, darling. It's just fine. Just two quick things. Our dear friend Sally, uh, dear Tammy yes. Sue, went to the bridge yesterday. So I'd like everyone just to. Think of Sally and Tammy Sue. Sally had her for a couple of months. I did talk to her yesterday, and she wanted just to tell the S. Sue family that she appreciates all the support. Sally's a very, very good friend of us all. And then yeah. our number one angel in Australia has been up all night again, Miss Nicole. <laughs> so we want to thank her for listening as always. She is your number one fan down under, Sue, without a doubt. She she's like the sister, one of the sisters of the Ask Sue show, and I think tomorrow we're going to have to do a bit of Facebook familying, okay? Because tomorrow everybody watch out because what we're going to do is I've already spoke to Howard today and he didn't say yes and he didn't say no, so I'm just going to do it. I fell out with my dad quite a long time ago, so tomorrow I'm going to had had add Howard as my dad on Facebook because let's face it. We are all a family. I tell you what, and Howard has done so much work behind the scenes. And then we've got Debs, we've got Nicole, and there's so many of us, Sean, and all many, loads of many people working behind the scenes for the Arthur Show. And it's amazing. It's all coming together. Slowly but surely, we're getting there, aren't we? Yeah, we are, sir. We are, definitely. Definitely. Now, let me just see. I think. Tell you what, you just give a couple of updates, and I'll just see who's on the lines, and I'll just find Jeff, okay? Okay. Well, I hope <laughs> hope everyone enjoyed uh, the first half of the show today. And uh, any updates? I heard John is doing well. I heard Zena's doing very well. Um, of course, our main boy, Patrick, you know, Patrick is doing well. And, you know, I just want to tell everyone, and I know I repeated a lot as far as uh, Patrick bringing us all together, but truly he, he has, and he has... Um, I don't know how to say it, but he's he's brought us together and he's brought everyone closer together. And, um, you know, we're just going to keep Green and Blue Army is going to keep marching on. And I want to thank everyone so much for supporting Jeff and Diana and all the other angels that are out there. You know, it's uh, we just you know, we just do the best we can. And and that's all we can do. And I, you know, I just want to thank all the Sue family out there because all of you are just amazing. Just unbelievable. 
Oh, bless. He says it so sweetly when I'm not here. <laughs> isn't that spe- isn't that special? <laughs> I love sneaking back in and then you're all going, oh, but it's all right. I love you. You know I do. Right. Talking of lovely gentlemen, here's another one. Hi, Jeff. How are you doing, love? Hello. How are you? Long time no talk. Hey, Jeff. <laughs> oh, I missed you. Where have you been? <laughs> Jeff? Yeah. I just have to tell you, we were talking about our, our hero, Nicole, in Australia, and she wanted me to, she's listening, she wanted me to personally tell you how much she admires and loves and respects you and Diane. Oh, well, thank you. Shout out to her. We appreciate it. Thank you, Jeff. Oh, so, well, Jeff, I think it's time you had a little rant. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll just mention a few things, and I, I guess I'll start off really with the most important thing that will make everything else I have to say irrelevant, okay? And that is that I accept Mike Fitzpatrick's challenge, okay? Um, He can tell me when Memphis is back there, and I will go down there and take all the dogs out of there, and I will sign their adoption contract. We can end this thing. I'm sure I will have some influence so this legal thing can go be over with, and it will be done with. So I accept the challenge. (laughs) Wow. Uh, I think there's seven dogs down there right now. Memphis will be eight. Uh, I made a few phone calls in the past hour. I have temporary foster homes for everyone. So uh, I guess we're good to go. Thanks and good night. (laughs) (laughs) Now, can I just have a little rant, okay? For the people that are listening here that don't usually listen to the Asu show, and I don't want to say too much, but we've had a little bit of a message put somewhere else that the Asu show is made up of various different things and it's not really good because we don't make a point because I do psychic shows and I Mm. do dog shows and everything else. Let me just blow it back in your bloody trumpet that I have just this second heard through the Asu show with something that I did that somebody has found seven foster homes out of the kennels. So for anybody who thinks that the Asu show does not make a difference, Get a reality check, mate, because it friggin' well does, and here it is. And I'll stand by everything I do on this show, and I work my backside off. So you just carry on slay to me, because all you're doing is bringing more people to my show, and I thank you for that very, very much. Here, here, Sorry, here, Jeff. here. You That's go, okay. Sue. Right, so I, I just wrote down a couple of points that I wanted to, uh, I just wanted to, to, to reference. And, uh, and, you know, Sue, I, I, you know, I think I told you this before. You know, you can ask me anything you want. Please, you know, be as challenging as you want. I am not opposed to that. So, you know, although we have a previous relationship, please, you know, be as probing as you want. I will not take it personally, I promise. Right, good. Okay, so... Just just um, for the people in the chat room as well, people know that I respect Jeff for everything that he's done, and he knows already that I love him very much. But at the end of the day, I did say that I was going to be controversial to both of them, but nothing changes. I will just say right now that I do feel that um, Mike that came on did avoid some of my questions and with giving long answers thought that I'd forgotten the fact that he had, I'd asked a question and he didn't answer. Can I just say to people, I let him talk because I wanted him to do that. Okay? Uh-huh. I put across the main questions that needed to be asked but at the end of the day, he, he sort of gave us what we thought we was going to give. 
So yeah. that's all I'm going to say. But I wanted to sit on the garden fence, and I did want to chuck the awkward questions, because that's why I wanted a two-sided show. And there will be things that I question Jeff over, and it's because I want him to be able to give answers, because I know he's got them to give. Okay, so if anybody okay. wants to have a go at me and chat, you're more than welcome. Uh, you can throw it at me, that's fine. But just let me tell you, it's because I want to make sure that all the questions are answered and anybody who wants to um, go and help Memphis to get back home where he belongs will be able to listen to the show and will be able to hear two sides and also give the answers back of what Mike has actually given. Jeff, so I've actually I'm given sorry. everybody a choice to speak. Jeff, it was my perception, so Memphis is in a... Uh, sanctuary out of the New York, uh, out of the Jersey area. It's, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. He, he spoke about. He said he's in a sanctuary, but not in Jersey. That was the beginning of the show. Correct, okay. Sue? Yeah, I would have thought so by signs of it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I guess um, I'll just mention a few things. I'm going to have a lot of things here, but I'm I'm not going to get into any character assassination. I haven't done that from day one. I'm not going to start now. So, no, absolutely. Um, I agree. First, uh, first and foremost, and I'm, I'm, this is pretty much kind of in chronological order from what I heard. Um, as far as Memphis being a drug den protection dog, I really only have one question, and obviously the question is based off my intimate knowledge with presenting Memphis with certain things while he was in my care. What type of equipment did they use to confirm this theory? Okay, and uh, that's just my question, okay, because I'd like to know what it is. Uh, I know what I've exposed him to, and what I exposed him to doesn't suggest that he was uh, formally trained in protection work, but I, I, I can't answer that for them. That would be a question for them. Uh, secondly, I, I guess the, the question of triggers kept coming up, which wasn't answered, but they're clearly illustrated in all, all of the evaluations. Um, the man in the hood yelling at Memphis, that was a trigger. Large, aggressive dogs was a trigger, uh, and a man in a rain suit challenging him was a trigger, and a woman agitating him was a trigger. Uh, that was in the video. That wasn't written. That was actually video documented that I witnessed myself. Um, so the triggers are, are very apparent. Um, you know, while he was in my care, he exhibited, and Jim Crosby validated the fact that Memphis is easily redirected with treats. Anyone who's seen a couple of the videos that I posted, he was you know, inches away from crazy bouncing shih tzus, and all he cared about was doing sits and downs for treats. <laughs> Again, I'm not, you know, I can't comment on, you know, what what their thinking is. I'm just mentioning the things that I know to be factual. Hmm. Um, Mr. Fitzpatrick mentioned that euthanasia was off the table at this time. Is that correct? Did I hear that yep. right? Yep. That yes. suggests that it was on the table at one point in time. Hmm. And they have publicly said that euthanasia was never an option. Hmm. So, and I, again, this is not my stuff. I'm just reiterating things I know. Um, and it was in the contract, obviously. But, you know, and that's just to rebut. The good thing is, and I'm trying, I always try to look at the positive, is that euthanasia is off the table. And I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Okay, I'm trying to be fair That's here. something that I wanted him to actually say because I just wanted to know that he was safe. Right, exactly. Do you know what I mean? That was yeah, like absolutely. one of the main things. Do you right. know what I mean? Yeah, and um, as far as his description of a sanctuary, um, you know, nobody should really attack him on that. He obviously has no idea what a sanctuary is, so don't be too hard on him. Um, a sanctuary doesn't have pretty flower beds and stuff. It's a place where dogs go to live isolated from society. 
Um, they often drink rainwater. Uh, they're living in outdoor runs, sometimes indoor runs. You know, they're not all bad. They're not bad places. That's not what I'm saying, but they certainly are not home environments. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that, and that, you know, that that might just be, you know, they're a shelter. That you know, when people who are in rescue, they understand a, a lot of a, a lot of the rescue, uh, you know. Uh, idiosyncrasies of fostering and sanctuaries and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, and shelters are often isolated from that because they're, you know, they're concentrating on their their ge- geographic area. People who are in rescue, they're, you know, so, you know, we reach far and wide sometimes. So I, I don't think it's, you know, it, it's nothing against them. They probably just don't understand what a sanctuary is. So don't be hard on them. That's my point. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Probably the most important thing that I heard him say was that I wasn't apologetic. Um, about having, you know, about doing what I did with Memphis, and I didn't even say it won't happen again, okay? Uh, did you guys hear the same thing? Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. um, and uh, that is 100% untrue, because on the phone call that I had with Karen Laurie and the township attorney, I offered to t- tell, I told them specifically, it will never happen again, and I even will sign an amended contract with new line items in it. So that is 100% untrue. And if anyone thinks that I'm lying, I will start playing the the recorded conversations I have. Okay? And you know what? I might do that anyway, but that what he said is 100% untrue. I offered to sign an amended contract. Does everyone understand that? Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, as far as... Um, the, the dog that bit someone, uh, and I guess he he had a mention of weeks or something like that. Uh, it is my understanding, and I'm hoping that, that she calls in because she may call in, the woman who got bit. Um, but the, the dog, Theo, that bit the woman was adopted out after the bite. Hmm. Um, How long I, after, Jeff? Do you know? I, I don't know, so I'm not going to speculate. Okay. But I think she, I think she was bit in May, and it wasn't long after that that uh, you know that he was adopted out. Now this that's that's neither here nor there. The interesting part about this is that Mr. Fitzpatrick justified Theo's behavior. Yeah, hmm. how does he do that? <laughs> that's pretty interesting. Okay, so it was, oh, it was in the cradle, it was in the cage. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, was yeah. The territory the woman shouldn't have stuck her hand in. Mm-hmm. Why isn't Memphis's behavior justified for being agitated and threatened? That's what I want to know. Do you, do you know what? Can I just step in there, Jeff, and say, if I had a big dog looking at me in a kind of way, I think I'd be quite freaked out. If I'd got somebody in a rain cover or a raincoat or whatever having a go at me, you can bet your bottom dollar I'd act like a bit like a Rottweiler because I wouldn't know what was going to be next. And at the end of the day, he's not in somewhere that he knows. Yeah, he and I mean, I... Have yeah, all I, of those things put in front of you. Let's put me in a strange house, and all of a sudden right. somebody comes round the corner with a big yellow rain mask. I'm not. I'm not being funny, but I'd be a bit weird of like, who the hell's that? What are they going to do next? That's right. That's that's just in, yeah. You're right, Sue. It's just an instinct thing. That none of them things. Somebody with a hoodie. Hold on a minute. I, I feel like me and Howard have actually said this a few times. Mm-hmm. So does that mean that every time somebody wears a hoodie, we've got to be a bit thing? That's no different than the BSL laws that we've got. Exactly. Yeah. But Jeff, you know what so concerns me? Jeff? You know what concerns me? It sounds like there there's different rules on different days for different dogs. I mean, is, am I wrong or? Well, I mean, 
Yes and no, but then again, you do have to take each dog individually. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, okay. I you know, I, I do believe that you have, you know, each dog is an individual. Okay. You know, like, for instance, and this is where, you know, where, you know, and obviously I'm, I'm really anti-BSL, but mm-hmm. when you work with dogs, you absolutely have to have a firm understanding of certain breed traits, mm-hmm. okay? Like, would you think it would be normal for a golden retriever not to retrieve? <laughs> that, that, that would be something exactly. wrong, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, a, a small terrier that's prone to high prey drive that shows aggression towards other animals, is that a fault or is that a breed trait? Correct. Now, mm-hmm. granted, Memphis did not exhibit aggressive behaviors towards all dogs, only dogs that aggressed <clears throat> towards him. Interesting. So does that make him unadoptable? Uh, according to them, it does. Mm-hmm. Again, that's just a difference of opinions. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you know, as much as I as much as I love pit bulls, they you know not all of them, but they can be prone to animal intolerance. Interesting. Okay, I mean, I, we've had you know animal intolerant pit bulls in our homes that coexisted peacefully with our pack. Hmm. You know, and that's just quite an frankly, individual. I, I never hmm. really cared if they got along with your dog, Howard. <laughs> hey, 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 listen, I want to ask you, Jeff. As long as they got along with my pack. <laughs> no, but I want to ask you something, Jeff, and, and I know you are an expert. I have a doxy rat terrier. She can have her moments. She could be quite feisty. You know, the doxy and, and the rat terrier mixed together. She has her moments. Well, look at those two breeds. What are they bred for? They're bred for chasing and hunting animals. Oh, that's why she's always chasing the wife. Now I know you know, and and as far as you know, being protective or not responding yeah. well to, you know, to threatening stimuli, you know, I guess you can argue that with any animal yeah, or any human, yeah. for that matter. And you're the just thing one is, of, though, it's yeah. it's like I said to him about my Rotty. She was brought from a drug household, and when we got her here, we soon realised that she didn't like anybody with a baseball hat. But she still lives in a house with four damn children, for goodness sake, and poor lass that she is, right? But at the end of the day, as soon as you can sort out that, then you know to slowly give, like, we gave her treats and stuff, and we and Bill now wears a, hat, a baseball hat and all that, and she's fine with that. So yeah. at the end of the day, and, and I just think, well, it's all right saying all those things, but okay, so they've got those things. But But the one thing I will say, Jeff, is that he didn't say that you couldn't have Memphis. He's, his words were that if, the, if they do the training and they can sort Memphis out into what they believe is good enough, if that's the right words, um, they are still not saying that you couldn't have him. Okay. He never did. But, Jeff, I wanted to ask you something. Now, now the city council um, is, 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 is for you and Diane – Wants you and Diana to adopt Memphis. Is that correct, the city council? Uh, a couple of weeks ago, that's what it appeared to be. Okay, so who who has the final? This is what I'm confused about. Many people have asked me to ask you, who has the final say there? Who 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 is the big mucky muck? Who says yes or no? That's what that's what I'm that's what I'm even confused about. And so is the township. Okay, so does the mayor make the decision? Uh, no, apparently they they um, utilize the autonomy of the Board of Health as the loophole in this. Ah, so there's nothing... Now, the thing is this, that the Board of Health is autonomous when it comes to, you know, health and public safety. So that's, mm-hmm. I guess that, that would be their their reasoning. However, 
this is no longer a health and public safety issue. It's a litigation matter. Correct. And why the Board of Health attorney is involved at all is beyond me because the Board of Health is not named in the suit. Hmm. All township departments are named in the suit, not the hmm. Board of Health. Has the, has the mayor taken a stance, can you say? or? Uh, just what they said in a couple of weeks ago at the meeting was yeah. that they made a motion, uh, a resolution for the for the town attorney to look into resolving this. That's okay. What said. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. So I mean, I, I don't, you know, the the whole autonomy thing. I think is it's it's, and I under, I mean, I've read a lot of it, and I I see why it can be confusing, and you know, there, there's certain. I'm guessing there's certain, you know, limitations statewide. Uh, state-wise, you know, as far as state laws and governing bo- health boards overseeing health departments and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, as it relates to municipal litigation, I don't understand why the Board of Health is even involved. Yeah, that's that's what's mind-boggling to me. I would think they'd be more worried about hospitals and, that, you know, that, those kind of issues, diseases spreading. That's 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 very confusing to me, and I know uh, to many other people out there. Well, no, I, I think because of their position that Memphis poses a public safety issue. Mm, mm, that, that's mm. my guess, you know. Ah, okay. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I guess because I had him in my care that, and I know what kind of dog he is, I don't see that. Um, yeah. Which leads me to my next point of, you know, he, he referenced my emotional involvement with Memphis on quite a few occasions. And, you know, while Memphis was in my care, specifically when he was around those children, you know, our mindset at that point was not, heck, we see where this is going, we want him. You know, I wasn't like, I just want this dog and save save him. That wasn't my mindset then. My mindset was training him because that's all I was contracted to do. Obviously, I loved him. I mean, heck, I meet a dog for five minutes, I love them. I love dogs. I mean, that's no secret. Uh, yeah. But at the time that I was working with him, my objective was clearly to make him the best dog he can be. So the the um, the emotional uh, attack, if you will, on me is you know again timing wise. Now he might think that, um, but back then when I was in the process of training him, sure I loved him and I I you know every morning was giving him hugs and kisses because he was such a cool dog, you know. Mm-hmm. But when it was time to work, it was time to work. Yeah. Jeff, can can I ask you how many dogs have you actually trained? In the same sort of situation where they've been a rescue dog and then actually take them out to train and return them, how many, I'm not going to hold you to how many, but realistically, roundabout. You mean like took them in for a township? Yeah. And returned them to the township? Yeah. So so if you took, right, so this is the first dog that you took from a rescue brought home to train. No, no. This is the first time I took a dog in and had to return it. Anytime I commit to a dog, we sign the transfer form, and that's it. It's done. Right. He's mine, no. and I train oh. and rehome him as I see fit. This contract right. was their idea. They didn't want to sign my transfer agreement. Hmm. Right. I, right. Sorry, I must apologize, because I was under the impression that you literally got them from training. Literally, you got them from somewhere, and you trained them up and got them sorted and returned them back to the place. No, once I take a dog into my care, it is my responsibility, it is my liability, it is all up to me to make sure that I put that dog in a situation where he will be forever in that home. 
Right. So, okay. Well, so, then. so how many dogs have you actually done that with? How many of you took on board, got them sorted, and rehomed? How many? Oh, God, I don't know. Uh, directly, I don't know, maybe a few hundred. Wow. Um, wow. In, so, indirectly, because, you know, because I work with so many shelters and rescue groups, I don't know. You know, I... I I do a lot of, you know, I try to do a lot of, uh, a lot of helping out with, you know, rescue groups who have dogs in their foster care, and, you know, I'll work with them in that respect, you know. So yeah, it's directly I work with the dog and the people, but they're not actually in my care. But I do go out and help other organizations. But uh, this is the first time I ever took a dog in that I had to give back, because when when Diane and I take a dog in. That's it. We're not into the whole, you know, the whole bouncing around thing. I, that's one of the reasons why I don't like to do temporary fosters or, or trial periods for dogs. In fact, I have a, I have a dog, um, her name is Sasha, and this is the first time in, actually the first time ever that I agreed to allow the family to do a trial with her. And the, the reason being is because she's such a wonderful dog and she's been with us, you know, a long time that uh, I, I felt I owed it to her to give her that opportunity. And it's been quite a few weeks now and it, it's working out wonderfully. But generally, I don't, you know, I, I try to minimize the amount of stops a dog has on the way to its forever home. Hmm. Yeah. So, Jeff, so, on the eighth day, they just called you up and said, bring Memphis back, just out of the blue, huh? The eighth day it was? No, I believe it was, and don't quote me on the dates because I have to look at my notes, but I want to guess it was <clears throat> July 30th that Mike Fitzpatrick came to my shop and had a conversation with me regarding the pictures, and it wasn't a lengthy conversation. It was, uh, I mean, looking back on it now, I know why he was there. He was there to get more information from me to prepare the lawyer for the conversation. Uh, <laughs> um, yes. But he had a conversation with me about the pictures, and then he mentioned that the town attorney and Karen Laurie wanted to speak to me the next day. And on July 31st was when we had the uh, the infamous conversation where um, the township attorney told me that he's going to direct Karen Laurie to have the dog returned. Hmm. See, I'm just getting about 7 p.m., Sue. People, have, you know, people are saying, I don't want to mention names, people are saying they didn't even give Jeff and Diana a fair chance. That's what people yeah. are writing to me. And what? Yeah. And then on, on August, the morning of August 1st, Mike Fitzpatrick called me and told me that he's coming to, to get Memphis. Hmm. And I told him that he, I don't want him coming to get Memphis, that I will bring Memphis to him because that's what the contract stated. The contract stated that Paragraph 14 stated that they can request that Memphis be returned at any time for any reason or no reason at all. Hmm. So I wanted to follow the contract by the T, and as hard as it was for us, and it was the worst ride of our life, we returned him per the contract. Hmm. How many days was it that you actually had Memphis in? July 31st to August 1st, and it was August 1st, probably around 11.45 a.m. was, I think, the time we dropped him off. Right, okay. That's off so, the top of my head, so don't quote me on it, but uh, around noon. Now, obviously, the main thing he's picked up with you is um, about the kids. What? 
how can I put this without it sounding like a harsh cow? Do, do you regret it, Jeff? Is it something you wish now, oh, God, I wish I hadn't done that? Or do you still stand by what you did in the fact of it? Is it something you do with other dogs to see what they're like? Or was this just like, I don't know, a friend popping round and they happened to bump into them on and it worked that way? Or explain to me how it, how it came about. I will say this. At one point, and I probably even posted this on Facebook, and it was just during the first few days when I was very emotional, and it, I equate it to the grieving process. You know, the grieving process, you feel a multitude of, of emotions. Yeah. And yeah. One, one, you know, a few of them being guilt and blame uh, and things along those lines. I did feel regret initially. Uh, at, at one point during my grieving process, because the fact of the matter is we were grieving for his loss. Um, but I don't regret it because behaviorally, the way the way the, the mother and her children first interacted with him behind a barrier for all the so-and-sos that are out there listening, there was actually a barrier between them initially. Um, the fact that he was taking treats and he was very polite and calm and Again, I mentioned this earlier, he showed no small prey issues with my birds, my cats, my rats. And, you know, a lot of people that are in the rescue world and trainers, a lot of times if they see high prey drive with small animals, they will suggest that dog not go to a home with small children. Hmm. And, you know, behavioral people out there understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There wasn't any indication that he, he didn't have, that, that he had issues with, small friendly animals and then their interaction behind my counter with a wooden a solid wooden gate and him taking treats as gently as he was him sitting for them uh and then when we went outside the most important part of it is me first of all having him on a leash and strict control but more importantly reading his body language and instructing the children those two things go hand in hand you have to read the body language and you have to instruct the people interacting with him, regardless whether they're two years old or 42 years old. Hmm. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, that's that's pretty much how I went about it. I don't go out, I, I didn't go to the playground and say, hey, let's see if he's good with kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, um, and, you know, the mother who took the picture of us, you know, I, uh, you know, I, I was, I, I think she even said, I don't even remember she told me that I asked her like three or four times, are you sure it's okay? Are you sure it's okay? <laughs> um, and, you know, because she saw how he was behaving. She actually had to remove her dog from the area because her dog was not acting pr- appropriately. <laughs> really? Interesting. Good grief. Very interesting. Um, and, you know, I mean, so to answer your question, no, I, I don't regret it because I'm the only one who has any information of how Memphis is outside of uh, – a, sh- a shelter or a sanctuary environment, and and now exactly. I don't. He is so he may be in a home environment, which I'm hoping. You know that is uh, I am very hopeful that he is in a home environment, and if he is, you know my guess is that whoever whoever has him is madly in love with him too, so they understand what my wife and I are feeling. Yeah. And yeah. Jeff, this is not the first time you've had a dog where you're. Where you're, uh, you know, in the same situation where you put it around kids. You've done it before, obviously. Especially pit bulls because yeah, they're wonderful yeah. with children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, uh, you know, there's, and remember, you know, e- even though I do pit bull rescue, I take in dogs that have behavioral issues. I, I do not take in dogs that are human aggressive. 
Mm-hmm. Only because it's not just me caring for them. I have to make sure that when I take a dog in, that you know my friends and and my volunteers can handle them. So you know, I'm not a shelter. I only foster you know a handful of dogs at a time. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, and that's that's why I took Memphis in. You know, so pro- if, if, yeah. if I felt he was going to be a risk to me, my friends, or my volunteers, I wouldn't have taken him in. Correct. But I would be willing to bet people with your expertise in the same situation have put put have put the dogs around children. I'm sure of it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't know how other people go about it. Um, well, I'm you sure know. you're not that unique, and I'm not being sarcastic. Yeah, I'm no, sure people... no. I mean, uh, yeah. you know, it's it's like you know, if someone comes to me and they have a dog, and they want to see if the two dogs get along. Well, how do you know? How do you know? You know, you you yeah. go for a walk and you see how they respond on a walk at a safe distance in a controlled setting. Mm-hmm. And you take it from there as you see fit, you know. Exactly. Hmm. Exactly. I just think that um, going back to Mike's point when he said that he'd got that um, that lady trainer, whoever she was, had actually got Memphis in an office where she had got him off the lead and literally was letting him um, do as he wanted to a degree, and she was assessing while she was in the office. What were your thoughts on that? Because my thought as an outsider was, well, she hadn't got control of him. And was I right in thinking that, you know, sometimes we can, when you've got a dog that's got issues, there's times when you can be doing something and forget they're even in the room. Maybe he's gone to sleep by the side of her. And you just move your chair back quick because you've got to reach for a paper or whatever. And that could then just be a trigger if he was going to be nasty. So was I right in the thinking that she was really wrong to have him off the lead if she wasn't quite sure? Uh, you would think. I mean, I can't speak for the situation because I don't know what she did to yeah. evaluate him for her own peace of mind to get to that point. Uh, I can tell you in his first day with me, you know, um, and, you know, I never actually released my evaluation of Memphis, by the way, Um which I won't any, you know, I shouldn't say I won't. I'm just not going to right now. But in, in the first day he was with me, he was poked, he was prodded. I stepped on his feet. I stepped on his tail. Uh, I did a similar scruff test that Jim Crosby did to him on the video. Um, I, uh, I, you know, I, I do a lot of things with dogs first on me, with me there, with nobody else. Um, yeah. You know, and I'm not, you know, I... I don't want to get bit, but if anyone's going to get bit, it's me. Um, yeah. And, you know, <laughs> he never overreacted to anything that I did in that first day. So he was true to he, – he, he was a true pit bull, very tolerant of, of human beings, and uh, he was actually pretty trusting in a very, very short period of time. And, Jeff, correct me if I'm wrong, the evaluation by um, – oh, my mind just went – Mr. Um, Crosby. Crosby. I do believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, he said he was a gentle, soft dog. Is that correct? He is. He is very No, 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 but, I, yeah. no but I'm saying that's what Jim said. He's a gentle, soft dog. Yes. Oh, very interesting. By, yep. By one of the leading experts. Mm. Right. Okay. And I'll, uh, I'll, you know, I'll leave it at the, that. The, the, the two things that Jim – the couple of things that Memphis did not react to uh, during his evaluation – which one thing I I thought Jim did a wonderful job. I have a lot of respect for him, and he really showed truly what Memphis is capable of. The only problem I had 
was because the three air the, the areas where Memphis didn't do well in you know as far as the other two professionals are concerned was the dog aggression and being threatened by a human. Okay, now Jim Crosby, to his credit, when he was out when he was showing the video of Memphis by the runs and he he showed how easily Memphis is redirected with a treat from being engaged with the aggressive dogs. What I was unhappy about was he didn't do that same thing with the people to show how easily redirected he can be with a treat, even when threatened. Hmm. Yeah. So that I would have liked to see that. I can't say what Memphis would have done, but I really would have liked to see that. Uh, but yeah. anyone who, who's been around, like, really animal-aggressive dogs, okay, a piece of liver does not disconnect them from that, <laughs> okay? No. I, I can assure you because I've been around a lot of them. Uh, they're, and, they're just after their own. <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know when, 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 they're, when they're locked on visually and engaged in that body language and communication, I, I can tell you a piece of cheese just doesn't do it, okay? Yeah. And, it, yeah. and it does with Memphis. And Jim Crosby yeah. showed the world that, not me. Now, now, I've got to ask you also uh, something that confused me somewhat and which I brought to his attention was the fact that he said that you lived in a school area, that your shop was onto the road and everything else. So I've got a few questions I want to ask you about that. Firstly, did they actually check your house, where it was situated, anything about if you had children, what your family relatives, if they had children, what your fencing was like, if he was able to get out towards the gate to be able to get to somebody through the gate. What did they do to check before you actually had him? Nothing. No home check, no check on where I keep my foster dogs. They hmm. did not ask me any questions about my family. They did not ask me if I had children. They did not ask me if I had any relatives that will be involved with Memphis that had children. Nothing. Well, isn't that being right. a, that's a little strange to me? Huh, interesting. Huh. So Very the other thing is, how much had they actually checked Memphis as far as being with other dogs before they come to you? Before they come to you? Uh, you'd have to ask them that. I have no idea. I only have what I only I only know what I know, and that's the dogs that he was around. I mean, I I, uh, I didn't have video, but I have pictures of the process of him meeting a large 85-pound male pit bull. Um, and with the help of another trainer, a uh, friend of mine, incidentally, not a Joe Blow handler. It was a very skilled uh, trained handler. Oh, you didn't have one of the children holding me. it then. What's that? <laughs> Sorry, sarcasm. <laughs> uh, um, and uh, you know they were laying down within a foot of each other. And I'm not talking about laying down, you know, waiting to do something. They were both laying down, relaxed. It's. I think the pictures are on Facebook. It's. It's. Um, Memphis with Cal. Cal's a, a, a large red pit bull, and they were yeah. both laying down and relaxed. But see, my point is, so let's get this, I need to repeat this bit because this is quite important. They let you have a dog from there and literally put it into a situation that they didn't know anything about. They didn't know how many dogs you got or if you've got the room or anything, but they let him in. But then as soon as there's an, they think there's an issue, and obviously from that picture, then all of a sudden your house isn't suitable because of this. And it goes back to that same situation, and I need to ask you, how many problems have you had with dogs in your area that you've had at your property? None. Never None. had any issues. 
And if, if we, you know, he, he brought up, you know, hard data and he brought up, uh, you know, um, science and stuff like that and people having hard, you know, data and facts behind it. Uh, what I, why I know that there is a 0% chance that a dog under my control will ever bite someone, I'm only going off of the data I have at my disposal. <clears throat> and never, never, not, not, one percent, not two percent, not three percent. Never has a dog that I've been handling bit someone. So I'm only going off what I have at my disposal. Sue, I wanted to make I'm, a point. I wanted to make a point. I'm sure there are pit bulls that are service dogs that live near schools. Well, that's and you know on on the Hello? infamous, on the infamous <laughs> yeah. conversation between the town attorney Karen Laurie, myself, and my wife was on the phone, but just listening. Um, they, uh, you know, the lawyer asked me, he's like, "Do you live near a school?" And my response was, I live in Bloomfield. Everyone lives near a school. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's, a, there's schools all over town. But, you know, I, I know wherever, fact, wherever you are, you can walk a very short period of time and find a school. And if yeah. you don't find a school, you're going to find a park. <laughs> so, but I'd be willing to bet there's service dogs in this country that are pit bulls that live near schools. Hello. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, and I... I you know, I the, the whole picture thing. I mean, that's 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 really. It's my it's my belief that the picture with the children is really, you know, that that's what set this whole thing off. And you know, they could say what they want, but when I was when I was that conversation that we had, they spent about five. And I think the conversation was about a half hour, and five minutes of the conversation was spent on the fact that the pictures were posted on Facebook. Not that there were pictures. The pictures were posted on Facebook. Now, prior to the kids' pictures, I had other pictures of Memphis posted. People were commenting them on them from the day I had him. You know, we took pictures of him leaving the shelter. We posted it. We posted pictures the next day and the next day and the next day. And his contention in the previous segment of our show was that I, I, I wasn't supposed to be doing that. Okay, and again, there was no contractual obligation that I couldn't share photos. Uh, and, you know, I didn't distribute the photos on Facebook. And Karen Laurie specifically mentioned that she took issue, and I'm paraphrasing, she took issue with the fact that I posted pictures on the Save Bukowski Shelter page. Uh, now, we, you know, everyone who in this situation knows that the shelter, the, the the township health department and the save shelter page have issues with each other. Hmm. Okay. Um, and to spend five minutes on that is pretty alarming to me because what does that have to do with anything? Hmm. And moreover <laughs> is these pictures were sent to them directly. I mean, you know, they, they made it sound like I went out of my way to purposely send these pictures viral when I was sending it to them via email. I don't get it. You know, um, you know, so at the end of the day, all all we proved by those pictures is that Memphis was good with those children. Doesn't yeah. mean he's going to be good with all kids, you know, and it doesn't mean that in his current condition, whatever that may be, that he's <clears> going <throat> to be as behaved as he was when he was with me. Hmm. You know, I mean, you know, like Jim Crosby said, I think he mentioned in, the, in his his lecture that. You know, you 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 do evaluations based on, you know, the dog's mindset at that time, and you know that's all you can ever do because dogs always live here and now. You know, yeah. and that that's why I I read body language. 
because you know they don't lie to us. They don't. And you know, and you know, they, too, they Sue, don't, I don't. don't I, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Howard. Go ahead. I don't think they expected the unprecedented support that you have throughout the world. I think it threw them for a left hook. Uh, yeah, I, you know, and and uh, you know, would it be wonderful if on August sixth they said, you know what, Jeff, we're going to give you another chance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't be talking about this. They would have restructured the contract like I suggested. They would have amended it. I would have signed it. Mm-hmm. And we would have went on our isolated way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jeff, they didn't, you know, I don't know much about the rescue world, but they didn't even like, and, and you, know, I could, you know, they didn't even say like, let's give you a 90-day probation period. We'll come in and look. We'll ch-, you know what I'm saying? I mean, when I, when I tell you how I was very apologetic for, for and, and I wasn't apolog. I will agree with Mike. I was not apologetic for having Memphis around the kids because I didn't feel I needed to because the entire situation was controlled. Memphis was well behaved. Mm-hmm. The mother was approved of it. They were interacting safely behind a barrier. Everything was controlled. I was not apologetic for that. Mm-hmm. They were very emphatic about the lash, the, the the backlash they're getting from the public of seeing these pictures and the public quote unquote being alarmed that a dangerous dog was around children. Oh, my God. And I was very apologetic that they had to experience that. Sue, how many pedophiles are running around? (laughs) Oh, don't get us started, Howard. (laughs) Don't even start. I I was very apologetic that they had to go through that, and he is right. I was not apologetic about Memphis being around children, and... You know, he said it himself, and he could talk. I don't care who he talks to. He could talk to Caesar Milan, okay? And the fact is is that no one was there to witness Memphis' state of mind but me, mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. did use good judgment. And I yeah. did. I was controlled, and I was careful, and the little girl was not, didn't have her face in his mouth like he's suggesting, okay? So that's yeah. the only thing I took issue with, but... I shouldn't say it's the only thing. It's the only thing I, I'll say that I took issue with. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, um, if anybody's listening into the show, whether you're a private guest or you're somebody in the chat room, if you live in Bloomfield and have, you have got a pit bull within a certain distance of a school, I want to know, okay? Because I think at the end of the day, I would like to get some people on a different show another night that can actually say, well, actually, I've done that. So if you've just, let's just say, for instance, you've rescued a dog from the kennels, you've had it within um, eight days, okay, and you have literally sent your your dog's gone straight to your home and you've got, say, two children or whatever, I want to know the score, okay? I want to know if they asked you questions, how they did the home check and everything else. And let's turn this around so we can actually say, the rescues are doing this every single day. And it's like, the thing is, Joe, Jeff, how long would they have to have a dog in kennels to be 100% guaranteed that this dog is going to be fine? And this is like a Joe Bloggs person coming who's got no dog experience who just says, oh, but my child, children want to have a little pet. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, Mike makes a very good point, you know, that, you know, you people come there, they want to meet a dog, you take the dog out, you know, you let it walk around a little bit, you know, see how they do, and then you kind of let, you, you make a judgment, and you let them interact with the dog. That's basically what he said. 
right? So, yep. Jeff, I want to ask you that's, super- that's what you do. I mean, you know, you, you, they either like the dog or they don't. And, uh, you know, as far as the dog's behavior when they interact with the family or if they bring a, a current family dog that they have to interact, you, you know, you have, to, you have to make a judgment call and see how it goes. Jeff, I want to ask you a stupid question. So, in other words, all of Bloomfield, because I'm not familiar with this, so the school's all, all over the place, right? Correct? I, I mean, I mean, my you know, house I mean, not is, all over the place, but, but schools are very visible. So, I guess my house is, is a few hundred feet from my shop, literally. I mean, okay, I, but, yeah, I walk point, there. And in that proximity alone, in one mile, actually, no, in a half a mile, there's three schools. Okay, so I am sure that other pit bulls or other dogs have been adopted out of there that li- the people live near schools. <laughs> all, all over the place. We have, Hello? A, we, have, we have a pretty we have a big pit bull population in town, and so they're wonder, all relatively good dogs. So I wonder how Mr. Fitzpatrick would answer that question. Mm-hmm. You'd have to exactly. ask him. I, don't, I yeah. can't answer that. I know, no, I know. Maybe you'll get yeah. him back but on soon. Because, yeah, but do you know what? That's not even the issue. The issue is he actually let Memphis, knowing that he, in his opinion that Memphis has got a problem, he actually let Jeff take him home without even checking what was around yeah. that round Jeff in, with school-wise. Exactly. He didn't ask if Jeff had actually got children, but then as soon as the issue came up, oh, no, you're not allowed to do that. Well, why the hell didn't he check? So that's not he being responsible. He should never have even <laughs> let Memphis leave to go to Jeff's until all of those things were actually checked out in the first place. End of. You're right, Sue. Totally How, end of. You know, Shouldn't have even let him go to Jeff's until everything was checked out. Yeah, so how responsible is that? You're right. Exactly. I mean, you know, I, my, I, you know, I, I would imagine, you know, because everyone knows me around here. I'm not, you know, I'm not a stranger to this community. I, I've done a lot for this community. So, I mean, you know, you got to give them the benefit of the doubt. They probably felt comfortable with who I was. And, you know, I mean, I, I'm i not boasting, but I do have a very good reputation. So, you know, I would I understand your guys' point, but I really am trying to be, you know, you know, I try to give the benefit of the doubt. And, you know, they, they probably felt comfortable with me having him. Okay. Okay. You know, That's so fair, I'm Jeff. just trying to be fair. No, that's fair. That's but fair. But nevertheless, if you're going to attack me because he was around kids, then, yeah, then you should have asked me those questions beforehand if it was an issue. Yeah. So, you know, but, you know, I, it, it is what it is. I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm going to go to the phone line. So just let me um, hold one minute because I've got somebody that's uh – for people that are screaming at me to take calls, I need, to, obviously, to get Jeff's points across to answers to what um, Mike put across. So I need to do that before I go fetching everybody else who's very high rate in the chat room, to say the least. And uh, I will promise to get to you, okay? So just just bear with me, to say the least. Jeff, um, you have your green Jeff- sweater on today? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Um, Jeff, is there anything else you want to put to before I open up the phone lines and uh, we get some rants on the show? <laughs> yeah, just one little thing that um, I, uh, I, Mike Fitzpatrick really flattered me, and I just wanted to, you know, give a shout out how flattered I was that he thinks that I have control over what thousands of people are saying. Hmm. Very flattered. <laughs> That's all. Well, we're going to put you for prime minister next year. Did we not tell you? Prime Minister, well, I'm going to lift that breed ban. That's the first thing I'm going to do. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> hey, Jeff, can I have Jeff? I, I have to get your autograph. I mean, you know, <laughs> my, my paw print, Howard. <laughs> exactly. 
Exactly. Oh, right, boy. I'm going to go to the phone lines, um, and I think I'm writing this one, um, but I must admit I've just gone off the message, and now I've forgotten what her name is. So area code 973. Hello. Hold on, let me find out who it is, because they obviously don't realise I'm talking to them, so hold on one minute. Yeah. Oh dear, no. just, whistle, just whistle in the background for a minute, Leela. Yeah. <laughs> right, I'll wake them up in a minute when I say who their name is. <clears throat> hold on a minute. Hillary. Yes. Hi, Hello. love, how are you doing? Hi, good. Hi, guys. Hi, hi Howard. Hi, 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 Hillary. What's up, hi. Hillary? Hi, babe. What's up? So, nothing. Listen, I wasn't here this afternoon, so I missed the earlier broadcast. I was informed of a couple of things that were said that I'm going to, you know, address at least one of them. But I just want to put some information out there that's really not getting um, pointed out a lot, and this is because uh, Jeff just doesn't ha- didn't have the familiarity, fortunately for him, with the shelter manager. And... <clears throat> Unbeknownst to him, I mean, we did try to tell him how screwed up the health department is, but I don't, like he said, he gives people the benefit of the doubt, and it is, I'm sure, so beyond what he could have even imagined at this point. But, I mean, I, we all knew at the very beginning the extreme severity of how screwed up this whole situation is, and, and here's what happened in a nutshell. This is the third manager they've had down there, I think, in three years. They don't hire qualified people. This person is probably the least qualified of anybody that's been there. She doesn't have any shelter experience. She claims to be a trainer, but one of the points I want to make is if she is such an exceptional exceptional trainer, as Karen Laurie stated at the town council meeting that I was at, why didn't she fix Memphis? Why did they outsource the training? Why are they complaining that they don't have the money to, to help this dog, and then they turn around and state to the public how overwhelmingly qualified this quote-unquote trainer of a shelter manager is. And that is just a perfect example of the contradictory behavior that comes out of the health department on a constant basis and has been for years. They talk in circles. They don't even have the backing for their own claims. Hmm. Memphis came into the shelter. I was there the first week that Kathleen started. I was there at the open house. I was the only dog handler that day. She was getting anxiety because there was too many people around. She said that right in front of me. So that's one thing, okay? That's, I think, part of the reason the volunteers are gone. There's a lot of other reasons, but that's that's part of it. Memphis was on his seven-day hold at that point. He was to be released from that hold the next day. So we were all looking forward to that because we could tell what a great dog he was. I personally took this dog's head in my hands and kissed him on the forehead, not knowing him for two seconds. I turned around. He was right in front of me. Somebody had been walking him, and I just was so drawn to him that that was my immediate reaction. And all he did was look up at me with gratefulness. Hmm. This dog... Is some, there's something special about him, and that is the reason I can tell you for sure why Jeff and Diana are so in love with him. It is impossible not to fall in love with him. Mm. On that day, there were no issues. She, I was showing another dog, another pit bull named Loka, to um, a younger guy with his two little girls. They might have been three and five years old. They were so taken with Memphis. They stood in front of his kennel, and we're ooing and eyeing over him, and he was laying there, not even sitting, just laying there looking at them. 
But he didn't make a move toward them, and he never would have. That's not the kind of dog he is. There's no problem with this dog and kids, and I would stake my life on it. The whole reason that this is happening is because Kathleen Georgevich does not have the qualifications to not only run that shelter, but determine a dog's temperament. There are seven dogs on Pathfinder right now at that shelter. Four of them have full restriction. Full. Hmm. No dogs, no cats, no kids. Hmm. That is insane. In all of my years being involved with this shelter, that has never happened. Ever. The dogs are not being exercised. They're under-socialized. They're not being fed properly. This person needs to be removed from that position, and the reason that this has turned into such a nightmare is simply because of the fact that Karen Laurie and Mike Fitzpatrick hired yet another unqualified manager and do not want to be held accountable for that, again, the way they were two years ago when that current manager, that previous manager, stole the computer from the shelter and had to, was forced to resign, basically, Karen Laurie in front of the council was talking in circles stating that he was qualified and then turned around and said that he wasn't, but she thought she could mold him. She was called out on that. And there's no way that these unaccountable people are going to be held even in the slightest accountable for this, again, unqualified manager that's there currently. This is all a personal vendetta. This is all this is. It's it's unaccountability. It is bad decision-making. And it's just unqualified people, and, you know, you drag the fundraising committee into it, and you've got this humongous personal vendetta, and that's what this is. It's a power thing. It is not because Memphis is a bad dog. It's not because Memphis is even slightly dangerous. There's nothing wrong with that dog. There is nothing wrong with that dog. Nothing. And I don't care how much Jim, you know, I had a lot of admiration for Jim Crosby until I heard him speak at that meeting. Because I worked with dogs at that shelter for three years that had issues. That, what Memphis was doing was perfectly normal. Those reactions he was having was perfectly normal. The dogs, if you noticed in the background, while Memphis was being evaluated, barked the entire time that he was being evaluated. And that was a long time. Those dogs are stressed out. You cannot judge a dog's true temperament in that type of environment. Because I have seen dogs leave that shelter that had behavioral issues and go into an adoptive environment because when the adoption committee was in place, we used to do follow-ups, and they had completely different personalities once they were in their adoptive environment. Were they all perfect? No, but they're sheltered dogs. They are not therapy dogs. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but this is one of the reasons I haven't spoken at the council meeting because I am just too... It's it's incredibly irritating. It's incredibly frustrating. They took a very simple situation and turned it into something that has, look what it's become. If she had any knowledge about judging a dog's temperament, this would have never happened. It would have never yeah. happened. There is nothing wrong with that dog. She doesn't know what she's doing. She said right in front of me on top of it that she has no pit bull experience. But regardless, <clears throat> if you know dogs, you know all dogs. Pitbulls shouldn't be judged any differently than any other dog coming into that shelter. Amen. Well, and for Mike Fitzpatrick, that, sorry, that's quite funny because according to Mike, she's got pitbull experience and she knew by the look of him what he was going to be doing next. Hmm. I t- Mike Fitzpatrick is a liar. Okay. Hillary, I, I, will go, I will go into court and testify that I heard her say she had no pitbull experience. Zero. 
this is another instance of them not wanting to be accountable. It is you would it, you would be amazed at what they have gotten away with over the years because no one has held them accountable. And the only good thing that I can say that came out of this, if there is any good thing that's come out of this, is the fact that there are a lot of truths being exposed now. They cannot do whatever they want and not be held accountable anymore. Hillary, I wanted to ask you something. Hillary, I'm sorry to interrupt you. So, so all the stuff you're saying, and I'm, you know, the so the city council and the mayor knows all this stuff that you're saying. You know, everything you've just said, they're aware of it. I haven't spoken. I haven't spoken at a meeting. I haven't been able to. No, get I know down you haven't spoken at a meeting, meeting, but I'm, but I'm sure you're not the only one that knows this. I'm sure other people must know. I don't think it's come out. No, I haven't really? heard enough people. I haven't heard enough people talking about it, and that's okay. why I'm on this call right now. Okay. Okay. I do post on Facebook every now and then, but it seems to just get glazed over, and you know, because a lot of people have a lot of things to say. So, and that's fine. But I yeah. know firsthand what's going on. I was there. What, what would you actually like, or what do you think we should do then, Hillary? In the sense of what, where do you think we should actually go from here? Like, I'm I'm listening to what you're saying, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, we've got somebody that's actually got um, access to be able to say if a dog can be there or not, right, or go to somewhere else or be rehomed or whatever, and you're saying to me that this person is not thing. So at the end of the day, instead of us just fighting for getting Memphis back, surely to God for the for the all of those dogs that are in there, we should mm-hmm. be starting something to say we want her off. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, yeah. we need to be checking out this staff. So surely, instead of just going for the Memphis, maybe we need to make this actually bigger. And we do. And I've been the saying that the whole dogs. Yeah, exactly, Sue. And I've been saying this for a long time. You know, mm. there was other issues at hand. There was other things people wanted to focus on, and that's fine too. Yeah. From what I understand, like after this thing with stuff with Memphis is done, the rest of it's not going to go away. But really, it takes it takes people to open their mouths to not be afraid. There is no reason to fear the health department, zero. The volunteers in the past, and I was a volunteer, but I did not have issues with the health department at the time, okay? They were they were down there a lot more than I was, a lot of them. I was working. They had a lot of problems with a lot of things that were going on. They would email the health department. They would be uh, reprimanded for doing so. They were afraid they were going to get suspended, but they're all suspended, so nobody has to be afraid anymore. And, you know, last year, I, when I still was a volunteer, we had a dog named De Niro down there. He was an American Bulldog mix, great dog. For some reason, he wasn't getting adopted. And there were things being said to the public that was coming in that I heard later that were derogatory about the dog, and it was coming from people who had no clue and shouldn't have been speaking, but it happened. And that's probably one of the reasons he was there as long as he was. Well, I was on the adoption committee at the time. Mike said he was putting implementing the six-month stay rule, which is rarely implemented at that shelter, which is a good thing. But in the meantime, we were now scrambling to find this dog a home. Hmm. And we did, and it was hard work. I was on the phone till 11.30 at night for three nights in a row talking with the adopter. She couldn't understand why she had to have a home check because they were very reputable people, and that's fine, and I agreed with her, but that was the rules at the time. There was a lot of frustrations on everyone's part, but my point is Mike Fitzpatrick 
told the adoption committee chair, because she called me to tell me, or she emailed me, I was the only one he was going to deal with about this dog because I was the only one that was keeping a level head. And believe me, I didn't always have a level head when I was home trying to deal with this. But while I was trying to get the dog out and while I was at the shelter and while I was dealing with the health department, my main priority was to get him safely out of the shelter, and I did keep my head. So Mike Fitzpatrick knows that there were volunteers down there that he could have communicated with. This whole thing has just, he doesn't have any communication skills. For some of the things that Jeff is saying he just said about him on, uh, during the last broadcast, I guess is, is my point in, in telling you about De Niro, he could have easily communicated with Jeff. The entire health department, well, the two of them, could have you know, called him in and said, look, we, we're hearing some things, some people are you know, concerned, blah, 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 can you come in so we can just sit down and discuss this, let's straighten this out, so we yeah, can move forward and you can continue to move forward helping Memphis. That's not what they did. They listened yeah. to a bunch of hysterical people that are always hysterical, who have no dog behavior knowledge. They have no dog behavior knowledge. They can't train a Yorkie. But these are the people that they let the, get them all wound up and end up hurting the animals. That's the, they end up hurting the animals. They can yell and scream and rant and rave all they want at these meetings and on Facebook about how much they love the animals. I say bullshit. Yeah. All they do is hurt the animals. Getting the volunteers out of the shelter because they didn't like them is hurting the animals. Those dogs and cats need us. If the volunteers were still at the shelter, Memphis, this probably wouldn't have even happened to Memphis. Yeah, exactly. I mean, exactly. He, it is true what somebody has been posting on Facebook. It is, it is because the volunteers spoke up, even though we're dismissed that Memphis is, you know, still alive maybe, because we called it to everybody's attention. If I don't know how many more dogs this is going to happen to, but I can tell you that Memphis won't be the last one as, la as long as Kathleen Georgevich is in, in charge of that shelter. Hmm. Because like I just said, four out of the seven dogs have full restrictions on them. She will not even consider an adopter with kids, with a cat, with anything. Because she has determined that none of these dogs can be around cats, kids, or dogs. She doesn't know what she's doing. So she's basically, these dogs are going to sit and rot at the shelter. Because how many people are out there without kids or a dog or a cat? There's not a lot. Exactly. And it's quite funny you should say that because uh, Mike's words were, we've still got seven here and nobody's rehomed them, even though that we've been sharing the links. Because he tried to make out that we don't do anything, we're just slating uh, Bloomfield all the time, not sharing it's links. It's not our job. It's not our but job to do his job. It's not our job to exactly. do his job. Exactly. So too bad, Mike. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't want the volunteers at the shelter? You have an unqualified manager? You don't know anything about dog behavior. Either does Karen Laurie. The dogs are going to sit there unjustly judged again, and that's why your dogs are still at the shelter. It's your exactly. fault, Mike. It's not our fault. It's your fault. Yeah, exactly. Although Jeff, now I did accept, the, I did accept this that? challenge, so all eight of them, the seven-plus Memphis, have somewhere to go, just for the record. What's gonna <laughs> yeah. happen? Well, that's great, but what's going to happen to the next seven or eight? This is just going to keep happening. And Sue's right, and like I kind of have been saying all along, too, these people need to be out of these positions. This is never going to change. It's going to continue to happen as long as these people are in these positions. Jeff, the, yeah. lady who, 
Jeff, the lady who was here, he's talking about the one who's in charge of the shelter. What's her name, Hillary? What was her name, Kat? Kathleen Georgevich. Je- um, Jeff, have you ever had communication with her? Uh, no. No? Okay. I-, I did say hello to her once outside a Board of Health meeting, um, and she shook my I- – I said hi, and I reached mm-hmm. my hand out, shook my hand. Um, I said, hi, I'm Jeff Colton back. And Diana said, "How's Memphis?" And she ran away. And she's yeah, in charge no. of the and she's in charge of the shelter. And she walked away from you. Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know her personally. So yeah, I no, I hear you. Really, I hear I, you. That's my only personal. No, no, no. I was just, I was just curious since yeah. she's in charge and she yeah, has. I, I do know. It's my understanding. I guess she started training in 2010. I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Well, then why? And has anybody asked the health department? Maybe I need to go to the next meeting. I guess I'm gonna. I mean, I started drafting something to read. Why hasn't she fixed Memphis? That's what I want to know. Karen Lurie sat there right in front of my face and told the entire room how overly qualified this person is. Then why didn't she fix him? Yeah. Um, Mike, Hillary, can I just say something to you? I wrote your number down, and Mm -hmm. I actually think, I think if Jeff's okay with this too and what Howard thinks, but I think it's about time that we didn't just deal with the Memphis issue then. I think there's a bigger issue we need to be dealing with and while these people are all on board with Memphis, we need to make a bigger issue for the Bloomfield altogether then. What do you reckon? Yeah, yeah definitely I agree. I, I mean, I don't live there. If those guys are, I, I'm all for it as long as Jeff it's and gonna really t- And I live an hour away now, so yeah. it is really going to take a lot of the Bloomfield people and the dismissed volunteers. No, but I think at the end of the day, there's a lot of people, and let me just ask the chat room, because they're pretty good to me in the chat room, to be fair. Who actually thinks that we should start? Maybe we could get um, Howard to do an event where we actually change the way that they actually need to things. And Rainey, absolutely right. You must be listening to my show before. Everybody needs to stand up. Absolutely right. At the end of the day, I think at the end of the day, if we can get all these people together for Memphis, we also need to get them all together for the rest of the dogs that are sitting there. And if they're not doing it right, then we need to sort it out for all of them, every single dog, not just Memphis. Okay. Right. And I'm not taking the limelight off Memphis, Jeff, at any point. But do you know what I mean? While we've got all these people on board, maybe we can be helping this for all of the dogs that are in there. Yep. Yeah, because as long as they're there, this is going to continue to happen. Memphis, I've said this from day one. This will not be the last time this happens. Okay. I'll put yeah. together. Hillary, you're going to help me put together an event, though. Okay, we'll go for it. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Um, so, Hillary, listen, you've got a stalker because I'll be ringing you up, okay, over the next right. few days, and we'll sort okay. something out, okay? Hillary, right, I'll talk so. to you shortly then. All right, Howie. Howard, okay. sorry. Howard, not <laughs> Howie. Hey, watch that. <laughs> hey, Jeff, you better do- Hey, watch that. Sorry. Oh, you I crossed the line now. I'm coming to- I'm- I know, I know. I'm, I'm coming to New Jersey. That's it. Tom, bring it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks ever so much for calling in. All right. Cheers, love. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. bye-bye. Take care, Hillary. Oh, wow. my Lord. I tell wow. you what, they've learned well off this Ask Sue rant, you know, aren't they? Woo! <laughs> that was pretty heavy right. duty. Wow. Uh, are you okay there, Jeff? Anything you want to add to that? Um. <laughs> Bless him. I'll take that as a no, then. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, a, a big part of of what I have experienced is, um, you know, and and I I know firsthand many of the volunteers that were dismissed, they're really good people, you know, and all they care about is the animals. And, uh, you know, that's, it was, you know, that's, that's an unfortunate thing, you know, obviously for the animals, but also for, 
the volunteers who, you know, literally shed blood, sweat, and tears for these animals for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the whole thing was very unfortunate. And, uh, you know, I, I, I have, you know, especially early on in the Memphis situation, I really tried to distance myself from that situation because I needed to focus on Memphis, the dog. And, you know, it, it, Hillary hit it right on the head is that so much so much stuff is coming out now that it, it's hard to ignore, you know. It's really hard to ignore because, and, it, you know, I mean, you, you, you heard it yourself, Sue. You, you had one person speaking for over an hour and a half contradicting himself. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that wasn't my doing. I didn't. I didn't coax him into contradicting himself or, you know, stumbling on words. Um, this is this is what I've noticed in meetings, that these town officials, you know, there's a lot of contradictory things, and, and you know, uh, you, know you, you, can't, you can't ignore it, you know. Although I tried to stay out of it, you know, early on because, I, you know, I really just wanted to focus on Memphis. Yeah. Uh, you know, all this other stuff came out, and it's, you know, it, it's just a, it's a byproduct of a lot of things going on, you know. Yeah. Um, I just think that while we've got all these people on board, Jeff, that at the end of the day, maybe we can start doing the rest, and if we can get at that as well, because I'm thinking to myself, okay, we've got Memphis at the minute, but does this mean that we're going to have more Memphises around? No. Do you know what I mean? It's not going to happen again in this town. No, but do you know what I mean? That's why we need to, all these people, while we've got them on board, we should literally be saying, right, this is enough now. We've yeah. had an, it's been enough with Memphis, and this is going to be the final one. Because I'm not being funny, but look at how much support Lennox had. Yeah. And I just feel that we need to build that support back up again, and we need to say, right, well, that is enough. Because yeah. like my rant said the other day, we're all saying that this shouldn't happen, that shouldn't happen, and we shouldn't be letting this happen. But who's actually standing up and saying, right, we won't have it? And unless yeah, and, we all and stand until, together until, and do it, it's not going to stop. Yeah, and until people in authority start taking this position, correct, it, it's going to be people like us that we're just going to keep fighting. That's you know, right. and yeah. you know, like uh, one of the councilmen, Councilman Hamilton, who finally spoke out a few weeks ago or a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you know, some people criticize him for that, but you know, it, that's what it takes. It takes people to say, "Look, something's wrong here." You know, we we can listen to both sides, but something is wrong here. <laughs> yeah. You know. Definitely. Well, Stu, I'm gonna well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm sorry. I'll see if Hillary can call in for the Tuesday show, and I will put together an event if 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 that's okay with Jeff. Yep. Yep. No, oh, yeah, that's fine by me. Okay, Jeff. Okay. The blue right. and I've the blue to... and green army is gonna march on again. <laughs> right. I've got to go to the next caller. Now, just to let people know that are ringing in, I'm going to try and narrow it down to five minutes each. I'm not very good in this time thing because somebody starts ranting and I don't like to disturb them. But um, obviously there's quite a few calls I want to get through, and obviously we all want to have our rants. So I'll move swiftly on, and we've got Cindy Abner on the line. Hi, Cindy. Hi there. How are you doing? Hi. Good. Hi, Cindy. Hi. How's the way, love? <laughs> Is there a, I've been told that you want to have a good old rant, Cindy, so go ahead. Well, I didn't really want to have a huge rant. I was just <laughs> I live in I live in Bloomfield and I own a pit bull mix and I live very close to a school and I've mm-hmm. never had any issues. No one's questioned me about it. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I just wanted to put that out there. I've I've lived in this town for fifteen years, I've had pit bulls, I've had pit mixes. Um it's never been an issue. Hmm. So I don't understand why it was an issue for Jeff, 
that they question the fact that he lived near a school. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Thank you for putting so, it out there. That's great. That's wonderful. So how close are you to the school? Are you like as close Probably as Probably about 100 yards. I'm 100 <laughs> yards. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear, dear, dear. And did you rescue your dog? I've rescued all of my dogs. I now have two dogs. One is a pit mix. I have a rescued cat. I have two children, um, one of whom oh, has no, autism. Oh, no, you haven't got children with a pit bull inside. I do. I have a child with autism. I don't have this sarcastic head on then. Sorry. I have a child with autism and a pit bull mix. So, oh, uh, you know, it's uh, it's it's not nearly as bad as some people are making it out to be. Good grief. Uh, if you've got any pictures of your kids with the pit bulls, you're welcome to put it on the Ask Sue Show group just to show that it does happen, that, you know, they're actually safe. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted Very to ask safe. You, I wanted to ask you a quick question. You said your child has autism? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I I'm a grown adult, but I do I do have I, I do have ADHD. So I'm just curious. I, I would assume that, 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 was it your son or your daughter? My son. That I would assume that that your son is very calm by the dog. I've heard, you know, I've read study, I've done some research on this. I, and you know what? Even when he's not calm, my dog doesn't care. Yeah, that's you know, my it's, point. It's, that's it's, my it's, point. It hasn't been an issue um, at all. Um, that's wonderful because I have read several articles. You know, people with ADHD and stuff like that, and autism. That and, I, and I'm not, I'm serious about this, but the pit bulls, they find them extremely, extremely calming. Yes, and like I said, even when they're not, um, you know, they play together, they run around together, they play ball together, oh, we go for wonderful. walks. Oh, that's um, wonderful. You know, it's 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 just not an issue. Yeah, I'd love to hear stories like this. It's just so heartwarming. I mean it from the bottom of my heart. That's wonderful. Exactly, exactly. So, Jeff, you're not the only one we've won by a school love. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard not to be around a school in town. <laughs> hey, hey, Jeff, maybe you can move in. Maybe you guys can move in with this young lady. It won't be a problem. Just bring the whole family over. <laughs> hey, listen, Jeff, my, Jeff and Diana in Memphis might be stopping by. Yeah, for they're right. They're good. <laughs> we'll make room. We'll make room. <laughs> oh, bless you. Do you know what? I, I, I have just thought of a little idea, right, Cindy? So um, I tell you what, I'm going to have a list of phone numbers to ring over to America, but I've just thought of a little idea I want to put to you. Okay, Cindy, do you mind if I ring you? After the show, it's a little bit of something I've just thought as a thought in my head. Feel free. Okay, I'll give you a ring after the show, okay? And Well, it won't be tonight because just so everybody knows, it's 20 past one in the morning here, so <laughs> I might not feel like doing any more phone calls after the show, okay? Completely understandable. Cindy, would you friend me, Cindy, would you friend me on Facebook? Sure. Jeff will vouch for me, I promise. <laughs> Cindy, don't friend them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Friends on Facebook. <laughs> just, you'll just see a random bloke on his profile picture who's got muscles with a little head on. You'll see what I mean. <laughs> hey, Big watch muscles. that, Sue. <laughs> no, actually, I'm wearing a green argyle sweater with my golf clubs. Ah, that's funny, Howard. <laughs> Cindy, thank you very much for calling into the show, and I'll be speaking to you after the show, okay? Thanks thank for you very me. much, Cindy, for calling in. Thank you. Good night, guys. Thanks, Cindy. Right. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, I love to hear stories like that, the kid with autism and the pit bull. That, that just warms my heart. It does. That's great. Yeah. Um, another uh, a brief story. I, I mean, I probably have referenced Amber, my 11-year-old pit bull, who's a therapy dog. I don't know if I ever told you that. 
No, I never knew that, Jeff. Yeah, Amber, she's 11 years old. We've been doing pet therapy work for 10 years. Wow. And uh, we've done visits to uh, to schools for uh, autistic children many times. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. And I hope Can I, I just... said that right. I know there's a proper way of saying that, so I apologize if I said that incorrectly. Can I, I just like... say that Nicole at- at inboxed me on Facebook only about a quarter of an hour ago and put just to say that Amber rocks, and that's Jeff's dog. So she obviously knew you were going to bring Amber up. Aww. <laughs> uh... Yeah, and we've been doing we've done uh we've done obviously a lot of therapy visits. I also use Amber to teach the local Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts how to properly interact with dogs. Wow. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Now, um I'm gonna d I'm not sure which number this on, but I want to ring this first, but I know that um Cindy Vitello is on the line somewhere. Cindy, if you want to just inbox me your number, uh, email me your number and then I know exactly which line I'm going to. <laughs> Um, but Cindy Vitello is actually the lady that got bit by the dog at the animal shelter, and she's oh. actually emailed me. Hmm. She's put, hello, I'm the woman that was bit by a dog at the animal shelter. I would like to tell you exactly what happened. On May the 19th, 2012, I went to Bloomfield NJ Animal Shelter to become a volunteer. I wanted to see the pups and be take, taken to the back by the shelter manager, Kathleen. The dogs were all in kennels. I was petting through the cage at a dog named Sarge. Kathleen Len then left to attend somebody coming into the shelter. She said she would be back. Well, of course, wanting to see the other dogs, I started petting another pup. That dog then bit down on my fingers. I was frozen as what to do. I was bleeding a lot and still waiting for Kathleen. Okay, one may be thinking, why would you put your fingers in a dog's cage? But it is an animal shelter with adoptable dogs. Also Kathleen, was made, also, Kathleen was aware of me petting Sarge and did not warn me to not pet any of the dogs. When I finally found Kathleen on the other side of the building, she asked what happened. I did tell her, and she said, oh, he needs some work. Anyway, I had to go to the hospital to stop the bleeding and get antibiotics. No, I did not report it because I did not want the dog to get punished or worse. I only came forward recently because I couldn't sit back and watch the health department say Memphis, a sweet dog, is unadoptable. While here we had a dog with certain issues who was up for adoption, please understand I think all dogs should be given a chance at a loving home. I do not stereotype the dog that bit me. Looking back, yes, it was probably shouldn't, should have been reported just to have it on record. Again, I was fearful for the dog's safety. Thank you for listening. Cindy Vitello. Oh, wow. Hmm. So that's a bit funny because that doesn't seem like the same bloody story I heard not that long ago on a different show. That seems completely different. And I will just leave that um, to let everybody else help make up that number, that their thoughts on that. Hmm. Quite, quite weird, to say the very least. To that's make, an, un- just that's total, an understatement. Total weird. different story. According to them, to him, they went straight out of the shelter. Well, the minute she was coming to volunteer to help. Hmm. So why did she just go out? That's very interesting. Hmm. It's more interesting by the minute, doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah, very interesting. Uh, Crazy, to say the least. So if we do get to Cindy, obviously we'll talk to her about that a bit more in, in a moment. Right, let me go to the next caller. Now, obviously, we're down to 36 minutes, so I'm feeling a bit pushed for time. Um, where are we going here? Area 
201 code with an 8 after it. I guess you're asking me if I've got my pants on. Oh, John. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh listen, good Sue, Sue, i got to hang up now. No. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't got your pants on, yes, you have got to hang up. <laughs> hey, John, listen. Listen, if you got one, if you got one leg on and you got your green argyle sweater, jump off the bed. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I got the argyle socks this time. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, I've got to introduce you, John Rose, or everybody onto the show. What do you reckon to everything that's gone off tonight, John? Oh gosh, I'm still sitting here in shock. I had to take an extra uh, blood pressure pill today because <laughs> Mike was just totally off the hook. I mean, you know, attempting to sound reasonable while contradicting himself back and forth at every point was just ridiculous. And the, the first lie was the biggest of all, with uh, Memphis being a uh, newer drug den dog. Hmm. I'm, even, I'm though, really, even though he didn't know where he come from, he could put that perspective on it. Exactly. Exactly. He, he's uh, condemning the dog. Uh, because their their town of Bloomfield shares a border with Newark, so automatically because it's a pit bull and they're near Newark, it must mean that that dog is a drug dealer's dog. <laughs> but they don't judge. But they don't prejudge pit bulls. But do you know what? Isn't it funny though, John, that we're saying that people shouldn't judge dogs by their breed, and surely that is what he should be putting out there. But he's judging a dog by the location that it was in. Exactly. Something exactly. not quite right there. Yeah, I mean that that that's pretty blatant uh, prejudice right there. I mean, un- unless the dog was carrying a copy of his resume, um, <laughs> I don't see how he could tell what the dog's history was. <laughs> and I'm sure there's a lot of good dogs from Newark. I am sure of that. <clears throat> I'm sure there are a lot of good owners in Newark. I, I, and, and Absolutely. For fact, Howard, I know, I know, and for a fact, Howard, I know you're correct that there are good dogs in Newark because you can get them out of the trash down there. <laughs> Yeah, I know what you're saying, John. I hear what you're saying. Exactly. That's if anybody's in the chat room who's actually from Newark who wants to put their thoughts about what Mike's actually said, by all means, call into the show. John, that's where Patrick's from, correct? Correct. Yep. Our dear Patrick. And he and he may be a gangster himself, but he uh, he's no drug dealer. Either. Patrick's a gangster? Oh. He's a gangster. Where's that hoodie on? He is. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me they're going to send Patrick up to the um, up to there, aren't they, to go and check on Memphis, and he's going to go and attack at Patrick because he's wearing a hoodie. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> yeah, see, he's even got the hoodie, so you know. No, actually, to tell, you, to tell you the truth, Patrick sleeps on a nice leather couch, so he he, he has it real rough. Trust me. Oh, yeah, but he, well, he is stuck wearing a jet sweater, so. So, so John, what did you? What did you think about what Hillary just had to say? I think Hillary was awesome. Mm-hmm. I was sitting here marveling. I was like, wow, why can't I talk like that when I'm on the air? I just come off like a doofus who talks about nothing but, you know, pants and Patrick. <laughs> but uh, she she really had her stuff together. No, she did. And um, I think we're going to put her in an event together and, you know, try to create awareness for that. And I'm sure you'll let, let us plug it on your famous page. Yeah, what page is that again? I keep forgetting that name. Oh, uh, Patrick Miracle, close to 250,000. That's the one. That's it. Can can I just say that I actually posted, I know it's a Memphis show, but very quickly, I posted the Patrick page the other day because I was actually in 
the internet cafe in Shropshire. And I was talking to the guy who runs it, and I said, oh, he said, what are you up to now, Sue? Your Facebook looks very busy. I said, you're very nosy, aren't you? I said, but come here and have a look. And I showed him Kenneth, and I said, and how about this? I said, this one really does do it. And I showed him, and he went, oh, my God. Oh, it's a shame, isn't it? And I said, yeah, but he's not actually, he hasn't died. And he went, you were joking me. I said, that's why he's called Patrick Miracle. And I showed him the picture, and he was amazed. And I said, and do you know what? I said, he's got more followers than most. And he said, what do you mean? I said, nearly 250,000 on that page. He went, and so he should have every single one of them. Okay. Do you know what I mean? And so I shared the picture again. I know that it's obviously, but it makes, it just shows the awareness. And this is what anim- human animals are doing. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. So, you know, as I say every show, Sue, and John will agree and Jeff will agree, it, it boggles my mind every day what Patrick went through, and what what that little guy has accomplished. I mean, we wouldn't be on this show together right now. It's just he brought so many. He's done more good than most politicians I know in the world. Exactly. uh, That's not saying a heck of a lot. Uh, (laughs) Well, if if Patrick doesn't poop in the house, he's outdone them already today, so. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't think Patrick Poo, I doubt he does that. I don't think he does that. But oh, no, but, the, but the point so being it is you know, it it it's just amazing how how a dog near death united the world. He brought people together from all over the world. It's it, it, just amazing. Just absolutely amazing. Um, so John, have you got any other rant comments that you'd like to make, darling? Oh, let's see. What have I got left? 2 3 minutes. Yeah, go on then. I'll I will push it to 3. Go on. <laughs> I don't have anything really big going on. Um, oh. I'm just going to toot my own horn a little bit about a little guy that I got to rescue this week, which is a six-week-old black kitten that uh, was, was abandoned by its mom. I guess she was leading them to a new hiding place, and he fell behind because his eyes were crusted shut with an infection. And so at 11 o'clock at night, he was out in my backyard crying, and I scooped him up, and for about 24 hours, he did really well. But then suddenly, suddenly he started to get listless, no energy whatsoever, wouldn't eat anymore. Uh, and it turns out his uh, blood sugar had dropped quite a bit, and he no longer wanted to eat. But he's now at a veterinarian in uh, Fairfield, New Jersey, and he's been there now about 30 hours, and they're doing everything they can for him. They got his temp back to normal. They got the, the sugar level back to normal. He still doesn't much want to eat, so they're having to force feed him. So he's going to spend one more night there, and hopefully tomorrow he'll get to come out and go to rescue. Where uh, once he's ready, you know, once he's old enough, he'll get out and get adopted. And his name happens to be Ash, just in case anyone cares. <laughs> oh yeah. bless! Okay. Oh, so John, you have got a heart, haven't you? <laughs> oh, it, yeah, it, it works on occasion. <laughs> I would say more than occasion, John. I would say more than an occasion, my friend. Well, you know yeah, that I'm joking. You know I'm well, joking. The blood pressure is giving me a blasting headache tonight, so that's, that's all Mike's doing. Yeah. <laughs> so what what um what do you think of this idea of doing an event to sort out the whole of the uh, Bloomfield? Um, also, I think all the events are great. What I'm really stoked to uh, hear Mike respond to is Jeff's offer to take those other dogs off his hands. Um, yeah. Because there's nothing like put up or shut up to make people all of a sudden start backpedaling and uh, changing. Well, what I meant to say was, and I'm very sure that's what he's going to come up with, because the last thing he wants to have happen is have to give in and let the dog go to him. 
Go on, I can't. I can't wait if he wants to say that because Sue will have another little rant. <laughs> and you, you know, know how it, it, much I enjoy that. <laughs> and 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 Jeff knows he's got you know he's got carte blanche with the Patrick Miracle as far as getting those dogs out there and noticed to get them home once he thinks they're ready to go out. So you know, yes. Mike hasn't got a leg to stand on to, uh, to say that this can't happen. You know, it's oh, yeah. entirely be based on his and uh, Karen's ego whether or not they finally give in and take the deal. Yeah, we say Jeff. Money. Yeah, Jeff's got a lot of support out there, so uh, Jeff's, put, Jeff's put the deal on the table. Now we'll see. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see now. Actually, no, I accepted. I accepted the deal. Oh, accepted. Yeah. I'm sorry, Jeff. Big I'm difference. Sorry. That is true. Yes, I'm oh, sorry, yeah. Jeff. Sorry about it's that. It's all right. There I've written Richie's the word accepted. The <laughs> I like the deal earlier in the week. The one where uh, I think the second stipulation was that. Who was it? Oh, that the uh, Lexus Project was going to have to take responsibility for every dog that's at that shelter over seven days from now going forward till the shelter eventually ever closes, huh. in order to in order for you to get Memphis. How's that for a fair and reasonable deal? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, now they offered a new deal, so. Yep. Well, oh, this one sounded a lot more reasonable. So. Yep. Let's see him backpedal. This, this should be fun. Well, Sue's got Sue's, Sue. Sue heard the deal. I mean, Sue's got it recorded. It's out there. Everyone oh. heard it. Everyone heard it. I already down. I don't. I downloaded my copy. Yep. <laughs> yep. I thought you might actually. <laughs> 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 uh, yes. So if everybody just to just to repeat this, if anybody's actually, um, please could everybody just download the show and keep sharing it because people can listen to this even twelve months time. So at the end of the day, just remember it happens here on the Asu show, and this is where we are going to make a difference. So, so John, um, can, shall I put you? Are you quite happy to stand there if I just go and get the other caller in? I can be. I'll stay on and be quiet, or you can put me on hold. Do whatever you like. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll trust that you'll be quiet. Now, don't go falling over in them pants, though. We don't need yeah. to hear a commotion. Yeah, John. I already got them off. They were way too tight. John, no <laughs> jumping around. <laughs> oh no, I'm, I, I'm in my comfy chair. I'm, I'm settled. Okay. <laughs> Bless you. Right, let's go to the next caller. Let's be sensible. Oh yeah, right. Uh, right, area code two hundred one. Hi, how are you doing? Hi, how are you guys doing tonight? I'm okay, thank Good. you. Hey, uh, uh, Jeff, this is Joe from Bloomfield, New Jersey. Um, I, I, a couple of quick things. I'm glad John brought up the the dog den thing, because, uh, the drug den thing rather, because I heard Fitzpatrick tell you guys breed-specific legislation is illegal in New Jersey. And him not having any kind of proof, like John mentioned, the dog didn't show up with a resume saying, this is where I came from, you're, you're, you're violating that law in New Jersey that says you can't do that. You can't look at a dog and say, oh, you, you must be bad or you must be aggressive and you must be this just because your ears are cropped and you have to be, happen to be a pet. Like that—that that really bothers me because he said in in the same interview he said it's illegal in New Jersey, and then he went to say how he profiled the dog by the way he looked, mm-hmm. and that really and, bothered and, me. And and the demogra- demographic region he came from. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but because if it was a like if it was a Yorkie, you wouldn't do that. It happens mm-hmm. to be a pit. His ears have to happen to be cropped. Um, <laughs> The, the other thing that I wanted to mention, he brought up uh, Title Four in New Jersey, which is Jersey's dangerous dog laws. Memphis doesn't qualify for it because the law specifically states that to be dangerous or potentially dangerous, you must cause bodily harm to a person or an animal. 
period. Correct. There is no leeway there. So for him to say Memphis qualifies under that, it's it's not the case. Hmm. I just want the dog has to have previously attacked. Absolutely. Right, and I just want to make sure your listeners know that. And the uh, the other thing is, I was at Jim Crosby's evaluation. He did a tremendous job. Um, I also uh, Sue, in case you don't know. I did Facebook message you a couple documents because people here have been opening things from the health department like crazy. Um, I did uh, well, in that you... case, thank you very much. Thank you. <clears throat> I, I didn't realize it was you, so thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, I sent you uh, the quote-unquote, it's not the shelter manager, she's the kennel attendant. You can figure that out. You have her resume. I sent you Memphis's intake form. If you look at his intake form, the ACO that found him and picked him up noted on the form that he wasn't aggressive. Hmm. Exactly. So that, the thing what, is, uh, what's uh, interesting about that, too, is that when she drove him to the shelter, she was in her own personal vehicle, and he was loose in the vehicle. There was no barrier between her and the dog, and he was fine. That's interesting. That's very interesting. Huh. Mm-hmm. He wasn't fiddling with the radio or anything? Huh. Huh. I, yeah, I, I think he was playing with the DVD system. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> The interesting thing too, you'll see when you look when you look at that, there's a notation um, from Mrs. Klenovich, which is supposed to be written on the back of the intake form, but the intake forms are carbon copied. There's carbon in there. There's carbon on the back of the form. There's it's physically impossible to make a note on the back of that piece of paper. So I don't know how or when that note was put in there. Right. Because okay. They're, they're, now, am I okay to? Yeah. Sorry, am I actually okay to share those documents? They, yeah, they're public information. The, the only one that I'm, I, I would ask you not to is I, I sent you a, uh, there was a report of mishandling on February 22nd of this year. Yep. I know that volunteers doesn't want her name spread all over the universe. But yep. uh, when, that was handed, well, when that was handed in in writing, they did no investigation in it. They did no follow-up with it because hmm. the, the, what they said is that Memphis was grabbed by a vet tech, hoisted up, and tossed into a pen that had construction debris in it. Oh, my God. And that's an employee down there, and he has had no, nothing happened to him at all. They didn't look into it. They didn't do anything. I saw Mike's response to her, and he treats her like she's crazy, and that really bothered me. Hmm. Hmm. Um, this is the... Uh... This is the uh, convicted felon, correct? Uh, say again? This, is, this uh, shelter worker is the convicted felon that has been mentioned at some of the meetings? Yes, he was convicted. That Karen hired? Yes, he's convict, he was convicted of drug charges, and he's a vet tech working with drugs at the shelter. You, you guys can figure <laughs> that out. Hmm. That, uh, that's yeah. pre-planning. But um, I, I, I really want to mention quick, while, while I was at Crosby's evaluation, a couple things that I picked up. Um, at least when he was uh, when he was talking about Memphis, he did mention Memphis was not adoptable today to the average home. Hmm. He he went on to say that he needs to be with somebody who has qualifications. I mean, Jeff's got a ton of qualifications. I know other people do, but Jeff's the one that put the adoption paperwork in. Um, and the other thing that he mentioned is he said if he has an issue with a high-pitched voice running away from him, as he did in the video, he said, I'll walk him through a playground. I might not do it right away. I might start 200 feet back, but that dog will be able to do that because he showed he takes a very soft correction. And soft, gentle, I think he said. Yeah. 
And, and, and he said, <clears throat> I, I, I hate to interrupt, but the biggest thing that hit me is he said, compared to other dogs he works with, Memphis is a bunny. Hmm. Unbelievable. <laughs> and, yeah. and, Jeff, and Jeff, Diane also has experience. Don't you have like 40 years experience between the two of you? Is that correct? Uh, yeah, I mean, she's she's had pit bulls longer than I have, okay. but that's because she's much older than me. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, my I'm Lord. I knew he was going to go there. I knew he was going to go there. <laughs> I, I want... All I can say is it was nice knowing you, Jeff. <laughs> I, want, I, want, I, I won't tell you what finger she just pointed at me. <laughs> hey, Jeff, L- Jeff, L.A.'s only 3,000 miles away, buddy. Right, you can hide here. Uh oh! <laughs> what she say? She's chucking your bags out now. <laughs> she's she's putting me in the crate. <laughs> Joe, one yeah, one other thing I want to give you guys. All kidding aside, she um she had her her first pit bull in uh, in the eighties. Um, you know, kind of kind of around the time when the pit bulls started taking over as you know the dog to have. And uh, his name was Duke, and I, I, you know, I never met Duke, but I saw pictures, lots of pictures of him, and uh, you know, she tells me all the stories about how wonderful he was with everyone, and you know, she's done a lot of training over the years before her and I even met. Hmm. So yeah, we, uh, we're, we're very, we're well equipped to handle any dog, really. Joe. Yeah. Um, one one other thing I wanted to point out to you guys that, that drives me absolutely crazy. I do volunteer for one of the boards in town. I'm, I'm one of the zoning board members. And what's been making me nuts is we have health officials and board members who are making statements with no paperwork to back it up, like the drug, drug den thing and other things. And to me, that breaks a code of conduct. Because if you if you're hired for a position in town, or if you're a board member in a, in a position in town, you have a responsibility to the public. If you're lying to the public, or if you're not giving information that is truthful that you can prove, I have a serious problem with that because that's a code of conduct violation. That really bothers me. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, Joe, can I interrupt for a minute? Sure. Can you join sure, sure, our sure. events that we do with Howard and with Hillary and everybody? I I would love to join. Great. Yeah, I'm going to do an event, Joe. I, I was the one who created the Go Green events in honor of Patrick, and now when there's people, you know, animals in need, I come forward, and the events have gone worldwide. And uh, you know, I just you know try to create awareness. So if you'd come on board with us, and we have John, who's got a little page with a couple of thousand. You know, followers. I, mean, I I definitely think we can get the word out there and 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 let the public know what is going on. Um, we'll get Howard, a lot of public not, support could, here. Yeah. Sorry to be a pain in the backside, but can we have red and green? Because I think this is a bit of a code red situation. Yes, we will go. Yes, Sue, Sue, for you, anything. We will go green and red for this event, one hundred percent. Oh, it's oh, getting all lovely beige. again now. <laughs> as long as we have the green, yes, whatever you prefer, green and red, red and green, whatever. Whatever you yep. want to okay. do, boss. I want you code beige. Huh? <laughs> I want code beige. No, no. He's Sue... just talking about his pants. Just ignore him. Oh. <laughs> no, Sue, definitely. We can go green and red. Absolutely. 100%. Okay. Okay. Right then, Joe. Listen, I've took your number, Joe, so I'll be in contact for more updates, okay? And if there's anything you want me to forward, please join the Ask Sue Show group. We will welcome you with open arms, my love. Okay, please forward Memphis's intake form. The more people that see that, the better. Right. Please do. I'll I, I tell you what, I promise you, I'll speak to you in the next couple of days and we'll sort everything out and then we'll get a document file on the ASU show and everybody can share everywhere. 
And I'll put right. the event together soon, and, and we'll and we'll blast it on there. Yes, All definitely. Right. Okay. Definitely. All right. Okay, then, Joe, thanks ever so much for calling in. Thanks, guys. Take care, Cheers, Joe. Bye, Joe. Thank you. Right. Bye. 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 Oh, my goodness. Well, we're a quarter of an hour down to go, and uh, I've got two more callers, and both from the same area, so look out, I think. Here we go. Uh-oh. Uh Area <clears throat> code 973 with a 7 on the front. Hi, how are you doing? That would be me. I know Hi, that how is. are you? You okay? I am. It is Allison. How Allison. are you guys? Allison, how are you? I'm good. I'm I'm, I'm with uh, my husband Bill. We're at by the fireplace, and we've been listening. And Bill has been more informed about Memphis than ever, ever. So, I just wanted to say, no, Bill's now going to be chatting. No, no, no. I wanted to let you guys know that one of the things about Jeff is he's the most humble guy that I've ever met, and um. He and Diana are just wonderful people, and I just want to say, <laughs> How much Diana do you pay is you to so say not that? old. She is 29 forever. She is 29 forever. <laughs> but um, the, the last week I saw Jeff, and he had his fingers taped. He was had, what is it, 36, 36, 36? I don't know what that is. I thought that was, like, size of your hips, waist, and... <laughs> But apparently that's golf. I had no clue. He kept on saying 36, 36, 36. I had no clue. But um, I just wanted to let you guys know that um, there's a couple of people that are holding the uh, Bid Memphis Home Auction, and it's going to be on October 20th. And we're just wanting to let people know that we are not going to stand for the Board of Health and the Department of Health bullying these wonderful people who just want a dog. And yep. the expenses are, it's just so expensive. I mean, they're, they're just bullying their way. And um, so we're hoping that people will come out on Facebook and um, bid Memphis home. It's a wonderful auction. There's great purses. If women out there, I've seen the pictures. They're fabulous. And I just wanted to let everybody know to to just come and support Jeff and Diana. And on uh, November 10th, there's going to be a um, tricky tray kind of bar thing at Jake's in Montclair. We'll get more information out. But the whole point is these two people are the most humble people, and we're here to support you guys. <gasps> Jeff, I, know, I don't know if Diana is listening, but we love you guys, and we're here for you. Thanks. I appreciate Thank it. We you. love you, too. Sue? I just want to say something. Allison's going to kill me, but I just, I'm going to get emotional. I just want to say Allison's one of my dearest friends. I love she, you. She's been through a lot in her life. I'm not going to go into it, but she is kind-hearted. She is supportive, and I can't tell her how many people love her and appreciate her, and that comes from the bottom of my heart, my friend. Well, well, all I know is I, I have to tell you this, Howard. Tomorrow is my anniversary of my heart attack. Wow. And, I didn't um, want to bring it up. I know, but it is a big weekend, and this is why I'm calling, because to me, life is about passion, Mm -hmm. and I learned this, and I will always stand by Diana and Jeff, and I learned in my life what's most important is family and friends and the love of dogs, Mm -hmm. and to me, it started out with Patrick, and now it's Memphis, and there was also Lennox, and it breaks my heart about Lennox, but we have Memphis, who is alive. And so I'm asking everybody 
to just reach, even if it's a dollar, even if it's, you know, whatever you can, help these two people to say, I'm going to curse, F you, Board of Health and you're not going to push these wonderful people who have great hearts, who really want to do good in not only the community, but to save a life. And they've saved so many lives. And what is the problem? It's called ego. It is ego-driven. And, we're, you know, what they were playing with the taxpayers' money. Well, guess what? We're going to, to, to fight you guys. We're going to fight you guys with our hearts. And if it takes a couple of dollars, we'll do it. So there's my rant. Hey, Sue. You've well got done, Alison. I take it you are on the Ask Sue Show group, and if you're not, you're going to be on shortly. <laughs> well, I, I, I call Howard and I call each other. He's my second man in my life, my husband and Howard. Third is Jeff. <laughs> so, so I just wanted to – I had to push. I had to push this because you, it's, it's right now so important, November 9th. My last rant, November 9th, we're going to be outside the courthouse. Anybody who lives in New Jersey, please, even in the outside New Jersey, Pennsylvania, New York, Connecticut, come down, bring your signs. We are going to show our faces. We will be heard. Memphis will be heard. That's all I got. And, and, and they can all stay at your, your place, right? That's right, John. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to know yeah. how your, um, John, by the way, I want to know how your starch pants feel. Because I think it would be really rough. It is so hard to sit down, let me tell you. I'll tell you. Hey, Sue? Starchy pants. Sue, I think, Sue, I think we're going to have to, Sue, I think we have to recruit Allison. I think she's got a little queen, little queen junior rant there. What do you think? Oh, my God. If anybody can actually do artistic drawing on the show, could they please get in touch with me after the show? Because I've got a couple of ideas I want to do, and I, I am useless at art. So if anybody can draw, I need Diana to know Diana can. Hint, hint. Diana can. Hint, hint. Diana. Right, She's Diana, I'll be speaking to you after the show. That's not an issue. And the next thing is I need to bring up, while we've got all these people on, how many people would be up for doing an Ask Sue show calendar? Ooh. Now, we've said about this, haven't we, Howard and John? Yes, Sue, Sue, you and I talked about this. Yes. I think it would be a brilliant idea, and we can get the likes of Jeff and Diana and Howard and John and myself and a few others, and we're going to do different pictures with dogs or whatever, and we're going to do it as a calendar, and then we can sell them. Fantastic. Allison. Yes, I love I wonder, the idea. I wonder who would be good at marketing this. I just, I couldn't imagine mm. who's an expert at such a thing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel a little hint there somewhere. <laughs> but I have to say, before I hang, because I know there's lots of other people, um, it was March 19th. I went on the Facebook page and I saw it was put on my computer at my where I work. And then I researched and I saw Patrick Miracle. And I have to thank you, John and Cody. And then we started this group called Prayers for Patrick so we could go and rally outside and demonstrate outside the courthouse. But I want to thank you, John, for opening so many people's eyes. And you guys have done so many things, wonderful things. And um, I have to say, it was really cool meeting John several times, but the last time I saw him, he was rocking an ACDC T-shirt. You can't no, get cooler than that. All right? No, I exposed I you, John. You were wearing ACDC. I was not was wearing awesome. an ACDC oh, shirt. That's so cool. My, 
that, that shirt is actually styled to look like the ACDC logo. Had you looked harder, you would have seen it said ADHD. Oh! <laughs> and Allison? Oh, that's great! Allison? I want yes. to, I I want to thank you for encouraging me when I get down about the events because Allison's my little kick in the butt when I get down sometimes, and she really encourages me and uh, just love her to death. So she's well, proverbial so, firecracker. I'm so, I'm so glad you called in, Allison. <laughs> All to right, Allison. well, listen, I'll talk to you guys later, and okay, Beth, Al. I'll see you next week, and I hope the tape is off your fingers. And um, right, but that, please, that everybody, from, that, that wasn't from golf. It wasn't. I thought it was. No, I actually. I won't ask. I actually got bit by a dog. Like oh, a, a, oh no! A, a dog that was really has a I Allison, Allison, tell Mr. Bill we say hello. All right, Bill. Everyone says hello. He's waving. And um, again, just so you guys know, please go to Bid Memphis Home Auction. Bid Memphis Home Auction. Fabulous brand new coach bags. Fabulous couture bags. Oh, my gosh. Just great. You'll see the pictures on October 20th. All right. Adieu, everyone. Adieu. Take care. Please share the link on the Sue show group as well, won't you? I will. I think I'm part of that, but I will, definitely. All All right. right, Take care. Thanks for calling in. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. What a lady. What a lady. Oh, my goodness. I talk to her probably about five times a week, and she is just – and Jeff will tell you and John will tell you she is – Howard, have other cops spoken to you about that? Huh? <laughs> hey, watch that. Bless you. Oh, oh, do you know what, guys? I've got to thank each and every one of you because all of you have made this show absolutely brilliant tonight. And I've got to thank everybody that's in this chat room because we've had some fantastic numbers in this show tonight. And all everybody has just been absolutely fantastic. There has been nobody... No nastiness, no nothing. So for anybody who wants to say that the Memphis people are this and that and the other, go and uh, jump off a cliff. Because at the end of the day, it's a load of rubbish. All of these people have got nothing but the dogs' lives at risk. And that's just not Memphis's, that's everybody's. So, do you know what I mean? All of the dogs we care about, not just um, Memphis, like he tried to say that we were. We share links every single day and we're making all of this all over the world. It's not just about Memphis. This is about all of them because we've been sharing links, all of us. So I want to thank every single one of you that's made this show so successful and to be able to push it even further. So well done, everybody. And, Sue, on behalf of all of us throughout the world, we want to thank you. Thank you. It's been my absolute pleasure. I must admit I am now exhausted, and it is 5 to 2 in the morning for me. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Early night for you, then. Yeah. So if, if anybody dares to ring me tomorrow morning before 12, you really are going to be in trouble, all right? There will be a rant. Is that a dare? Is that a dare? I got your no, phone it's number. No, I'm turning the phones off, I tell you. <laughs> oh, boy. So so I think I'm best off in saying I think we need to have a few words of it from Jeff just to literally yep. to finish our show off tonight. Yep. Wow. Uh, I'm... I, I guess um, uh, we just want to hear you apologize to Diana. Just go ahead and do that. We yeah, just do it, it, Jeff. Yeah, I can. Can we just keep the show rolling because I'm in trouble? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but as long as I have witnesses, I'm okay. <laughs> I think actually, uh, Jeff, just put Diane for literally a couple of minutes. Put her on. Put her on. Okay, hold on one second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're getting on, honey. 
He is so dead, it's not even funny. <laughs> have, have you got that dog crate ready? Yes, and it's outside in the yard. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Diane, do you want to say a couple of words on what you thought about tonight, today's show? Uh, I thought the show was awesome. I think everyone is just great. Um, the prior show, it just, I don't know. I, what, what am I going to say? I mean... I'm not going to start slandering anyone or, or, or bashing anyone because that's just not how we do it. You know, we have yeah. the truth. We have um, documented evidence of everything that's gone on. Anything that we have said, we can back up 100%. I can't say that for the other party that was talking earlier. <laughs> um, hmm. And it just it's a really sad situation. Um, at yeah. the end of the day, uh we don't know these people like really know them um so i do i hate anyone no but you know what it's just it's terrible this whole thing is just a mess it's terrible this you know this should never have gotten this far um and and i mean we love memphis we want to give him a good home we are responsible tax paying citizens we have never had a problem with any of our animals. Our neighbors love us. There's nothing. I mean, it, it's just we try to do everything the right way, and I don't understand what the problem is. I mean, the only thing that I can see is that since everything has been out in the public, which he said, Mike Fitzpatrick said, they should have just held back and not said anything and laid low well, no, no, because this is wrong. This is wrong. Yeah. I'm sorry. We will not shut up. We will not sit back. And we, no, I'm sorry. We're not going to do it. If it's a lie, I'm going to tell you it's a lie, and I'm going to show you the proof. And that's yeah. that. It's, it's, well, I'm, Diane, it's, I, 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 I am beyond. <laughs> like, well, it's Diane, a really sad situation. Say- can I just say from everybody in the chat and everybody that's been on the show tonight, Howard, John, myself, everybody that's been on the show, that we are all stood united behind you and we ain't going nowhere. It doesn't Thank matter what you. anybody says. Hey, Diane. Thank you. Hey, Howard. Diane, listen, when you put Jeff in the backyard tonight, make sure he's got his green argyle sweater on. Oh, and I'll <laughs> take a picture. Oh, for sure. Jeff on the calendar. Jeff on the face. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Hey John, can you Hey John, can you lend uh can you lend Jeff the Argyle socks to go with the sweater? I can't bend down that far to pull them off right now. <laughs> well listen, unfortunately we've we have literally got to the last minute of the show. So Diane, thank you very much for coming on. Thank you very much, Jeff, as well. Thank you. Here's okay, Jeff. Then, thank let you very much. Tell, let him say goodbye. Goodbye Take everyone. Care, Love you. Love you, Hi, Diane. Diana. Hello. Hello. Hi, I know you got to close up. I just want to thank all of you. Uh, I, you know, again, we we can't express how much we appreciate everything. And uh, thank you, Sue, for allowing both sides to share their their uh, their you, points Lord, of view. Um, and you know, everyone who calls in, we appreciate everything. Jeff, thank you very much for coming on the show and spending this mad mental few hours. And uh, you know, remember, we're right behind you. Okay, love. Absolutely. Okay, thanks ever so much, Jeff. Thank you. Uh, bye. Do, bye. I, think, I think we'll be doing a follow-up on Tuesday, so. 
Yeah, Tuesday's definitely going to have to be a follow-up show from this. Uh, yes. Thank you very much, Howard. Thank, thank you very you. much, John, for coming on the show. Thank you very and much for having me. Okay, then. I'll speak to you both very soon, okay? Okay. Love you, sir. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye, John. Bye-bye. And also, everybody, uh, the Ask Sue Show group on Facebook, and thank you very much for joining us. Good night. Bye-bye.